Hello, and welcome to Heart Awakenings, Channeling with Amrita. My name is Amrita, and for the next hour we're going to be talking about Hope Actualized. The last two weeks, last week and the week before, we (coughs) activated hope, and we attuned with hope. And we've been practicing attuning with hope. And now it's time to acknowledge that hope is actualized. I'm feeling it in the collective field. And I'm feeling it in myself. In the attuning with hope program, during the journey you were invited to notice a symbol, a personal symbol for you of some kind. To, as a reminder or a symbol, a symbol of hope and also as a reminder of hope. And one of the symbols of hope for me is a fire in the midst of darkness. The, the feeling is one of returning from being gone from the village or the tribe area and night has fallen and it's dark And I don't know how to get back to where I came from. And then I see a glimmer of light off in the distance and it's the, the campfire or the, the main fire or the, uh, the ongoing tribal fire that, uh, people sit around and use. And it's a symbol of hope. It's, oh, there's hope that I can return to my tribe, to my home before I get eaten. Um, or some other calamity befalls me. And so it, the, the spark of light, the nurturing of that spike, spark into a fire in the midst of darkness, that's my symbol of hope, that fire in the midst of the dark night of the soul, as it were. And for me, I've been feeding that fire. I've been nurturing that. I've been uh, attending to that and uh, attuning with the hope. And it's clear that hope is actualized within me. And I'm feeling it in the collective. There's there's hope. There's a sense that, yeah, this may take a long time. Uh, apparently, the majority of people here in the States... If, think that it's going to be six months before we recover from this pandemic and the effects of it. And nobody's talking about going back to the way things were so much anymore. Well, nobody, but the conversations are more about how are we going to recover from this going forward rather than how are we going to get back to the way things were. I think it's clear, it's clear to me that things will never go back to the way they were. The question is, what are we as a collective going to co-create now out of this situation? And hope is actualized. It's happening. There are a lot of people who are speaking from their hope. And the hope is that there's an increase of caring about each other, of considering more than just our own personal desires, wants, needs, and recognizing that 
in life, we're all in this together. We're all interconnected. And having things go good for me, well, that's nice. But if things are going terrible for everybody else, do I care about that? I do, personally, but it seems that there are quite a few people who are demonstrating that they do not. And this, to me, is simply being out of alignment with truth. What's true is that we are all interconnected, and someone else's well-being does have an impact on my own. And caring about it means that I'm willing to do things, I'm willing to take action from my hope, from my love, from my knowingness that we're all in this together. So, <clears throat> one of the things that's coming up for me to offer you is in noticing that hope is actualized, look for the signs. Look for the signs of hope. When someone speaks in a way that reminds you of your own hopefulness, that can be a sign that hope is in fact actualized in you. And when something happens that brings it up, that brings to your awareness a sense of hope, that can be a sign that hope is actualized in you and in whoever gave you that particular input. So, the key to having hope be actualized, not only within you, but in your life, in your activities, in your perspectives, in your decisions going forward, in how you do what you do. The secret is to continually being aware of it in each moment. Take advantage of every moment, each moment, moment by moment, to notice hope actualized and to allow for that hope to inform that hope informs us as to what's possible for us, for all of us. It, it can be like a, a thread that runs through life as we experience the ups and downs in life. We can notice hope in that, as, as that thread in the midst of life. It's something that runs through everything. And the more attention that we pay, to hope, the more hope will show up. It's like we're paying hope to show up. <laughs> and the currency, which means current, what is current right now, the currency is hope, is the hope. It's your attention on the hope. That's your currency. That's what you pay is your attention. You pay attention to hope, hope shows up more. It has a job now. And that job is to show up in your life more and more. And how you compensate hope for doing that is you pay your attention. And that payment can happen at any moment at any time. Your attention, you have, you have available to you an abundance of attention. 
It's not a question of are you paying attention to anything. It's what are you paying attention to? Where is your attention going? And your thoughts and your mood states will inform you of that. As to what you're paying attention to. Are you paying attention to fear? Or are you paying attention to responding to that fear by holding it in love? Where is the focus of your attention? And that attention, it's available pretty much all the time. Anytime you decide to put your attention on something or to move it from one thing to another. That's you, your currency is your attention. You pay that. You pay your attention and the universe provides you with whatever, more of whatever it is that you have your attention on. And that's how I've been noticing hope as actualized in me, in my life. And and then, lo and behold, external events beyond my control will mirror that, will reflect that, will show that to me, will reveal that, will inform me on that. And yes, things are more hopeful for me now, personally. And I always wonder how much of that is me choosing to have my attention more and more on hope and how much of that is just what's happening. And and the mind wants to go either or. Oh, is it this or is it that? And of course it's both. My curiosity is, is how much is one and how much is the other. But ultimately, that even that doesn't matter. When I pay attention to hope, then I notice the hopeful things in my life more. And it seems to me that there's more hopefulness in my life thereby. And it's that experience, how I experience being who I am, that shapes my choices and decisions moving into the future. So I move in the direction of what is hopeful. I move in the direction of what gives me more hope. Because I've come to recognize the value of that hope. That it can open a doorway, open a portal for creativity and curiosity and co-creation. And these are all things that I desire and choose to cultivate in my life and in my relationships. Ah, So hope is actualized through being activated and attuned with. And that actualization of hope, the actuality of hope, is something that we all can contribute to, each one of us, by simply having our attention on hope and what is hopefulness to us personally. And as a human being, it really is moment by moment. In life these days, it's day by day. What's happening today? What's happening today? Have things changed or not? Are they getting better? Are they getting worse? What's going on? Every day, there's a big, a lot more people are living with the unknown right now. 
we don't know what's happening with our society, with our culture, with our with with our ways of life. We don't know what's happening with the economy, with our what's going on with people financially. We don't know how things are going to unfold around that. There's a big unknown, and hope can really illuminate that. Hope can also help us to be more patient, which I'm having to remind myself. There's a desire to get on with things and to move forward. And and yet, things are happening at a slower pace now. There's uh, just the, the things that happen in life. And I attribute this in part to the fact that everyone is very stressed or potentially stressed and preoccupied and and paying attention to as well they should in certain terms um what's going on in the world and what's going on with the virus and what's going on in their community and what's going on with businesses um opening and going online and uh in my neighborhood where I'm sheltering in place restaurants are opening but not but still just for takeout um, and that's what's going on here. And there's lots of different things going on all over the world as people are trying to navigate this situation. And what can get us through each day is that hope. And we can, and in having that hope and allowing that hope, that actualized hope to show up and be noticed and be paid attention. Having that happen increases the general hope on the planet, the hopefulness of people. And when we apply that hope and bring that hope to what's going on in life, not as a way to deny what's going on, but as a way to find a response that serves us, no matter how horrific what's going on is, there can be hope. And that hope can help bring a creative solution. And when things are going well, there can be a hopefulness also that can serve to support that and, and feed that, that things going wellness. <laughs> and, uh, so hope is actualized. That's really the message here. I started channeling in 1987 at the Harmonic Convergence. And 20 years later, I started channeling Entity Amaritha, extraterrestrial. And 20 years later, Aurelia joined us and extraterrestrial shamanism was born. And... In extraterrestrial shamanism, there's an understanding of a three-step process that repeats. And it's activation, attunement, and actualization. Once something is actualized, then a new activation can take place from that. And then there's an attunement with that, and then it's actualized. And this is a way to work with bringing something like hope into reality for us. 
So we've had hope activated. We've been attuning with it. And now in the actualization, it's a noticing. It's already happened. Hope is actualized within us and in our lives. And Amaretha provides the activation energy and Aurelia provides the attunement energy. And I am in the triunity that is the three of us, the actualizer. I'm the the human one who writes the emails and posts on Facebook and uh, and speaks and arranges to do these programs. I do the communications and I do the the actualizing of the message. I allow my voice and my consciousness to be utilized by these entities for their message to be spoken through my humanness. And my contribution is actualizing their message on this plane, on this 3D plane. And in this simple three-step process, there is an evolution that takes place. Once something is actualized, then the potential for activation becomes open. What else can be activated now? And this is spontaneous activations, and there's also activations that we choose, that we evoke, that we call forth or call to us. This is the power of our intention. When we have, when we set an intention, we are activating that intention. And then as we stay open to that intention manifesting, that's our attuning with it. And when we take action around that intention, if I have an intention to go to the store, then the action I take is to get my car and drive there or walk there or however I get there. I take the action and then the intention is fulfilled and that's the actualization. These programs, these radio programs, they are a taste of what we offer in terms of our programs with extraterrestrial shamanism. And we're going to be doing a little journey later on to assist us all in continuing continuing to notice hope actualized, continuing to pay attention to that. And it's designed to be of support and illuminate whatever it is that you have as an empowerment to notice hope actualized. When I channel, I'm a conscious channel. It began spontaneously. I had no idea that I was going to become this um, amazing, have this amazing experience and become this channel. I wasn't trying to be at the time in 1987. But I'd been doing heart energy work for many years. I'd been doing um, work with higher guidance for many years at that point. And I was deep in, deeply involved in and participating in a number of spiritual and personal growth programs and had been for quite a while. 
And someone, I was with some friends, and one of them asked me a question that I really didn't want to answer. <laughs> it was one of those loaded questions. And I decided I would just go into my heart and, and then open up to guidance and see what came through from a higher perspective. And the moment I did that, I dropped into my heart, opened up to guidance, and this voice started talking through me. And it was an experience of profound love just pouring through me. It was a phenomena. It was amazing. And I could tell right away that it was very supportive of and added a whole new dimension to the path that I was on, the awakening that I was engaged in, and the things that I was learning, the things that I was experiencing in terms of evolution and transformation and enlightenment. Oh, it, it just in, enhanced and supported all of that to a, a whole new level. And so I allowed it. I let it happen. And all of this amazing information poured through. So I'm a conscious channel, and I'm in a state of surrender into my heart, which is blissful. The experience of channeling Amrith and Aurelia is very pleasurable. It also had the effect, as I did, um, I did public channelings in Berkeley for over 10 years after that, and on a regular basis, twice a month and then once a month. And every time I experienced healing just by allowing that energy to flow through me, allowing that presence to speak through me. If I had some kind of minor injury, um, like a cut or a bruise or a burn, something like that, something that was in the process of healing, it always showed accelerating healing after I channeled. And if I felt like I was starting to come down with something, I would channel and it would be like it was gone. So I knew the energy that came through me. It was very loving. It was very joyful. It was very ecstatic and blissful for me personally to do it. And having to prepare for channeling meant that I had to confront whatever was in me that was blocking my being able to be in my heart and just let go and be surrendered and allow. And this was the part of the preparation. This is actually part of the preparation I go through every time I channel. There's always something that is brought into alignment. And if I'm holding on to something I need to let go of, I have to let go of it so I can be in that that surrendered heart space. So it became my path, uh, part of it, uh, one aspect of it. I do a lot of other things, but my service to human race, my service to the planet herself, my service to these entities is my channeling. So I'm conscious, but I'm very let go. I'm very surrendered when I channel. And it, it took years of practice being in my heart to be able to even start doing that. And it's taken ongoing, consistent practice of coming from and being in and operating through my heart, my heart chakra, my knowingness of unconditional love, my knowingness of myself as that. 
in order to be able to continue to channel Amritha and Aurelia. There's a willingness that I have all the time, every day, to face myself, to go through whatever I need to go through, and to be of service to others in that. To honor the divinity that I am, the love that I am, and allow more and more of that to flow through me to and, and allow myself to show up as that more and more, as the loving being that, in fact, I am. It's an ongoing daily awareness. It's an ongoing daily practice. And the things that I do for to cultivate uh, and practice uh, meditation and awareness, uh, being in my heart, allowing, surrendering, all of that, the practices that I have serve and support me not only in my own in my own growth, my own evolution, my own uh, human uh, unfolding, but it also allows me to channel. So it's taken me many, many, many years of practice, and, I, and I'm continually doing this as well, and a commitment, a dedication to truth, to allowing truth, to love, to allowing love, all of this allows me to be able to channel Amaretha and Aurelia. That being said, I also want to mention that Amaretha and Aurelia both say, you can call on them anytime. And I've had people channel them for me. I went through a period where I wasn't able to channel for a while. And in that time period, other people would spontaneously channel Amaretha for me. That energy comes through one way or another as allowed, always allowed. So I'm not the only one. I'm not exclusive in that sense. But my practice and my continuing to channel and continuing to bring this particular message, energy, presence as an offering to you has served me and them very well and hopefully has served humans. Many, many, hundreds of people, certain thousands of people at this point have been affected and have experienced this channeling, this presence, this Amaretha and Aurelia. And they have been transformed and healed and had uh, tremendous insights. I've had people come back after asking a couple of questions in a, in a group public channeling. And it, and telling me about how it completely transformed their relationship with their mother, their relationship with their job, their, um, path, um, their sense of being more firmly on their path of unfolding, of awakening. And I know that if someone has told me this has happened for them, that it's happened for more, many more. So we invite you to let your as Emeritha says, let your heart and your mind be open to the possibilities 
of what is so for you, moment by moment by moment by moment. The truth of what is so for you and the possibilities inherent in in that truth, in those possibilities. What could happen? Be open. Let your heart be open. Let your mind be open. And you'll gain the greatest benefit from this experience. All right. So I'm going to channel Amaritha and Aurelia. And then we'll move into the meditation journey about Hope Actualized. Ah. And so I am here. Oh, most wonderful, and so indeed it is with great joy that I am with you in this channel in this way. And indeed it is as if I am Amarita, extraterrestrial one, and I am here to assist human ones and human race in coming into full conscious awareness of all times, of all things at all times. And this is what you call enlightenment. And I am also here to bring message of universal love to as many human ones as possible. And the message is this. All that is is universal love. And universal love is all that is. You are such. You are individuated one. That is all that is. And there are many, many such. There are many individuated ones that are all that is. Moment by moment by moment by moment. And there is only one simultaneously. And so, dear ones, it is for you to notice this is paradox. And the more awareness you can bring to this, that universal limitless, unconditional universal love, it is the all that is. It is all that is is this love. It is of a oneness. And yet you are an individuated one who is that love, expressing as being this human one. And there are many, many other individuated ones who are such. It is infinite, you understand. And so one and many are simultaneously in existence now and now and now as this love. Now, as human one, it does seem to me that in order to become human one, in order to find out, is it possible to go to sleep, wake up again, to forget about being this love, to forget about the love itself? Is it possible to remember, to awaken to this as a fact? And so, dear ones, as human ones, you have contrived to forget what you forgot and become identified with the infinite love that you are, the expressions of self, such as your body, your emotions, your mental belief system structure. Whatever you identified with, whatever you are identified with, the ego, personality, whatever it is, whatever you are identified with, this is your expression. Much as an artist puts their whole self into a creation of a work of art, 
The painting or the statue or the piece of music created, it is not the person themselves, but they can become identified with it. It is their expression. It is of them. It comes from them. Out of their creative nature, and such is so for you as well. You forgot, you forgot that you could do this, but you are doing it nonetheless. You're expressing your very self as this human one that you are. Your body, your emotions, these are all your expressions. And they are not you. You are yourself. You are this love. And can find many expressions. Now, as awakening ones, it is for you to remember what you forgot you forgot. And in awakening, human one will remember, forget, remember, forget, again and again and again and again. This is to contribute to the awakening in the collective, in the human race as an entity. And the human race, whenever an individual human one remembers what was forgotten, it is in that remembering, that awakening energy is infused in the one. And it, that infusion also is made available to each and every individuated human one. And so you as individuated one, as individual, you do contribute to the greater whole. And in doing so, greater whole also contributes to you. It is a flow in both directions, as is always the case, you understand. Ah, most wonderful. And so it is for you now, dear ones, to endeavor to remember, to remember in each moment. Remember, to remember the Love, the infinite, limitless love that you are. To remember your very self. And to remember, to remember that while your humanness is valid aspect of yourself, it is but one aspect of you as a multidimensional being. One of your dimensions is human. There are many other ones as well. And as multidimensional being, as the very love itself that is, the all that is, as such, you have the capacity to become more and more aware, to have an increasing awareness of your true nature. This is the remembering to remember, moment by moment by moment. And so, hope is actualized within you. And if this sense or idea or thought that you are the all that is, and it is for you to remember to remember moment by moment, if this gives you hope, then this is a sign of hope actualized within you. And this hope is of something that is very, very real. And most especially, it is very real to you. For that is where your reality begins, with this, with your own sense of such most wonderful. And so, it does seem to me would be a benefit introduce Aurelia at this time. A moment, please. 
Oh, dear ones. Oh, dear ones. Oh, this love that emanates from you as you. In the receiving of such, there is an offering of such. And love flows back and forth. And the sweetness of this connection, <laughs> it is of the most joyfulness that is possible for human ones. It is the ultimate, as you might say. Now, dear Amritha one says, all that is, is universal love, and universal love is all that is. From my own perspective, my all that is, is here and now. In the here and now, this universal love is palpable. It is present in the here and now. There is an awareness of this love. And this awareness of this love, it is the same as an awareness of your very self, for you are such. This love, it is yourself and yourself, it is this love. And whether your pursuit of truth is in knowing of the self, or your pursuit of truth is in knowingness of this divine love, it does not matter, for they are one and the same. And it is the realization of stuff that occurred, of this very thing, this very, mm, this very knowingness, it is the realization of this fact that occurs in the here and now. For it is for me to say to you, dear ones, that time does not exist. It is a factor in shaping this 3D reality. It is a factor in your experiencing your humanness this time. It is a, a way of perceiving in sequential fashion or in jumping around fashion, depending on your own personal experience. That shapes your human experience. And yet, it does not exist. There is only the moment. This is so moment by moment by moment. And in each now and only moment, paradoxically, all other moments are also present. Every moment from every past of yours, whether it is in this lifetime, another lifetime, another dimension, all past moments are accessible by you when you are fully present in the now moment. Same is true for all future probability moments. You can become aware of what is possible. You can become aware of what is unfolding before you in terms of this very real illusion of time, which seems very real to you. You can access this when fully present in the here and now. And it is so for space as well. In the here, when you are fully present in what appears to be a physical location for you, what is very real as a here, I am here, I am in this place. When you are fully present in the here and now, it is possible to also be aware of any other place through all of space. 
And this travelingness, this jumping from one place to another, so to speak, this can occur in your consciousness. From one moment to the next, you can find yourself in another place. And for many human ones, it is largely your beliefs that keep you from having these experiences, your beliefs about the reality of time, your beliefs about the reality of space. When you have an open mind and you are drawn to, if you are drawn to, you are encouraged to, to respond to this drawingness. When you are drawn to experiences like shamanic journeying, experiences like mm, traveling out of body, this sort of thing, it is mm, out of a deep knowingness from within you that such is possible, that you can be in another place in an instant. You can be in another time in an instant simply by coming fully present in the here and now. And so in the here and now, you can notice your very self, which is this love, this limitless love that is of a great sweetness when shared. This is your very self, this love in the here and now and in the here and now. You can indeed access any moment, any place through your consciousness. And so hope actualized within you allows for a greater openness, a greater openness in your mind, a greater openness in your heart, for the love to flow through. For this hope, it is a portal for you, a reminder to you that there is more beyond what your physical senses can tell you. There is more to be experienced than the physical reality. This is a part of, this is a portion of your experience as a multidimensional one. And as human one commands a lot of your attention to be this human one in the way that this experience has been constructed for you and by you certain terms and you can notice moment by moment by moment by moment that your ability to notice that hope is actualized within you and around you that in that moment that creates a portal for your consciousness it creates a portal for you, a greater opening for your consciousness to abide in the eternal now, now and now and now, moment by moment by moment, most wonderful. Ah, thank you. This is Amrit again. And thank you, Amaritha. Thank you, Aurelia, for your words and your energies and your wisdom. <laughs> I am, as always, uh, blessed to uh, be in service to these ones. And I never know what they're going to say. They speak through me, and then I hear it along with you. Oh, and it's all such wonderful reminders for me of 
what rings true within me. All right, so now we're going to go into the meditation journey. And we invite you to Amaretha's Heart Breath Meditation, which is our traveling vehicle for extraterrestrial shamanism. It's the way that we embark on and return from these journeys. And so it is for you to bring more and more of your attention to your breath. And you can just notice that your body is breathing in and out. It does it by itself. And we can just notice. We can watch. We can have an awareness. We can watch or listen or sense or feel as breath just flows in and out of the body. The body breathes on its own. And we can just allow it and notice that breath. And as you are bringing your attention to your breath, you can notice or imagine that you are breathing in and out through your heart chakra, that energy center in the middle of your chest. And as you do this, you can notice that you, as you breathe in, you are breathing in love. And as you breathe out, you are breathing out love. It is the very stuff of which this universe is made. And so bringing air into your body is bringing love into that which is love, which is your body. It is all made of love. And so as you breathe in and out, you can notice or imagine you are breathing in and out through your heart chakra. And you breathe in love. And you breathe out love. And if you notice physical sensation in the midst of this, you can notice that and then bring that portion of your attention to your breath. If thoughts arise or emotion feelings arise, you can notice them and then bring that portion of your attention to your breath. As you continue breathing in and out through your heart. And so, dear one, as your attention grows more and more, on your breath, flowing in and out through your heart, breathing in the love, breathing out the love. You can also notice that beneath you is the planet. Gaia herself has a heart chakra at her very center, at her core. And as you breathe in that love, that love flows down along the connection between your heart and her heart to touch the very heart of Gaia. And on the outbreath, the love of the Mother Earth for you rises up into your heart as you breathe out the love. And so you breathe in and out through your heart, breathing in the love as it flows down to the heart of Gaia, breathing out as her love rises into your heart. And as you continue with the heart breath in this way, your awareness of your connection with the earth does grow. 
And continuing with the heart breath, breathing in and out through the heart, breathing in the love, breathing out the love. You can also notice the universe all around you. And there is a heart to this universe. And as you breathe in the love through your heart chakra, and it flows down to the heart of Gaia. It also flows up and out the top of your head to the center of the universe. To its very heart. And on the out-breath, the love of the all that is for you flows down into your heart as you breathe out love. And so you breathe in through the heart. That love flows down and up to the heart of Gaia, heart of the universe. You breathe out and love flows out through your heart. And breath by breath, moment by moment, as you continue with the heart breath in this way, your awareness of your connection with the universe does grow. And it is for you to notice as you continue to breathe in and out through your heart that this love energy as it flows into your heart also fills all of your bodies. It saturates every aspect of your being. You breathe the love in and out. You breathe in and out. This love in and out. It flows in and out of you. And it is for you to notice that this love, as you breathe it in, it touches every physical cell in your physical body. It touches every feeling state held in your emotional body. It touches every aspect of your emotional body, including your inner child aspect, your emotional self, is flooded with this love. As you breathe in the love, it also infuses your mental body, your belief system structure, your beliefs, the whole manner in which you think. Your habits of thought, all infused with this love that you breathe in and out through your heart. And as you breathe in, it infuses all of your mental aspects of self. The ways in which you think, the ways in which you communicate from and as and about your thoughts your speakiness. It is for you to notice that this love infuses all of this. And all of your energy bodies, they are infused with love. And your beingness, your Beingness is being reminded of its very nature, which is this love. And so moment by moment and breath by breath, this love is infusing every aspect of your humanness. 
Your physical, emotional, mental, and energetic bodies are all being infused with love as you breathe in and as you breathe out. It is for you to notice hope actualized in each of these bodies. It is for you to notice... Is there hopefulness stored in your body? Is there hopefulness in you about your body? Your physical form. It is for you to notice. Is there hopefulness in an emotional sense? Is this an aspect of the very rich tapestry of your emotional expression as a human one is hope? A part of that. Where is the thread of hope weaving through the fabric of your being? And is it present in your emotional experience? Is it something that you feel or can feel? And so you can notice this possibility. Notice in your thought structure... Is hopefulness part of your languaging? Is it part of your wording? Is it a part of your communication? Is it a part of your conversation with other ones? Is there hopefulness in how you think, in how you speak, in how you apply your very beliefs? It is for you to notice. As you breathe in and allow the love to infuse your mental belief system structure, it can illuminate that which is of hope, where hope is actualized for you in the mental realm of your existence. And as you breathe out the love, the love emanates through you and from you. In accepting the love of the earth, and accepting the love from all that is, from the universe itself, you are allowing yourself to express love more. And you can breathe out of this love. And it is for you to notice also your energetic bodies, if you can be aware of such. And as you breathe in this love, and it infuses your energetic bodies, your auric body. There are many subtle energy bodies. However that you understand them, or even if you do not have a description, you can notice the possibility that there are energy bodies that are also associated with your physical form. And you can allow this love to permeate all of your energy bodies and notice if there is hopefulness held. Notice how and where and in what way hope is actualized in those bodies for you. And as you continue breathing in and out through your heart, you can notice that all of these bodies are interconnected as if hope itself was a thread connecting these various bodies. Where you hold hope in your physical form is connected with your feelings of hopefulness is connected with your beliefs that are hopeful. Is connected with your thinking patterns that allow for hopefulness. 
is connected with all of your energy bodies that carry hope actualized. And this web, this interconnectedness between all of these bodies, this web can be illuminated by the love that you are breathing in and out through your heart. Illuminated so that you have more awareness of it. Illuminated so that it can grow and grow. Much as plants grow from sunlight, so the illumination love provides gives growth to that which can respond to this love. And so you can notice how and in what way this thread of hope interconnects all of these different aspects of your humanness. And you can notice, is there hope in the midst of hopelessness in your emotional body? Is there hope in the midst of pessimism in your thinking? Is there hope in the midst of a place of dis-ease in your physical body in a place where there is might be pain? Is there hope there? Is it present? You can notice this. And in doing such, you are indeed paying attention to the hope most wonderful. So we're getting close to the end of our time together. And I want to invite you to come fully back into your body and to bring with you whatever has been revealed to you. And we thank you. We are so grateful and appreciative of your attention, your time, and your contribution, your co-creation of this experience. For without you, there would be no need to channel. I can hear Amrith and Aurelia inside my head anytime I want. You can too. And I know, sometimes I listen to my own channeling. I know that there's also benefit in listening this way. So thank you and good night.